Right back to Tangent. I'm Adam. <laughs> on today's show, we have Sally Mullins here with us uh, from Hello Cougar on DroneBox.com, amongst many other things. Uh, we also have the Maestro over here, a usual co-host guy. <laughs> the Maestro. Hello. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, we're uh, just getting some social media stuff out of the way. Well, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I gotta let people know. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a big deal. It's a good podcast. We have, like... 12 listeners. Cool. Dozens and dozens. I want all 12 of them to know. (laughs) Fantastic. So you just came from the comedy store. Yes. Yes. Um, I was hosting um, in the... Sorry, I'm a little... uh, My voice is a little rasped out. But I was hosting in the original room, and it was a really fun show. I have to say that was a really terribly nice crowd. All right. Mm Mm-hmm. It's good to get paid in front of a nice crowd. Oh, yeah. Because we would do that shit for free. Right. Yeah. Gladly. Yeah. So you're there practically every Friday or every weekend? Every Wednesday and every Friday. I host for Vargas Mason. He's wonderful. I've worked for him for about 12 years. And uh, their show has a lot of up-and-coming comics um, that still have a following, you know, that their followings haven't quit on them yet. Okay. And we also had a pop-in guest. We had Jimmy Carr. Oh. He's the you know, British guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> He's white as fuck. You know? It's like I'm kind of bronze next to him. I'm Donald Trump next to that yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. He's cute. He's yeah. funny. I like He's, that guy. He lost a little weight. He looks yeah. good. He's kind of like giving the eye around town. You know? oh, right. Yeah, man. It's like, but that British thing doesn't work on me because I'm British. Just no one can tell. Oh, is that right? British guys hit on me. And they're thinking, like, they can get me because I'm American, but I'm actually British. I'm like, you sound like my dad. Fuck off. <laughs> no, he was funny. Okay. Was cool. So were you born over there? Are you born here? How, how does being British I was born in? in England, and I moved to Florida when I was nine. Oh. Yeah, that was That's weird. got to be quite an adjustment. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was really hot. I remember getting off that plane and being like, what the fuck? <laughs> Florida, 1978. Yeah. Why is this guy so bright? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and just the humidity just hits you so hard, you know? Is incredible. Sorry, I really want these. I want my twelve to know about this. All right, <laughs> not a problem. But I follow you on, so I should be able to Rat Pack, right? Yes, Rat Pack or Rat Pack Podcast is the Twitter handle. Yeah, cool. Back the podcasting days. But what about on Instagram, Rat Pack Podcast? Yep, same thing. Cool. That's all. I, I'm going to put live now. Drumbox over. Random acts of tangent. Nice. Oh, cool. I'm yeah. glad. How long have you guys had this show for? Well, Random Acts of Tangent has been around for, we're coming up on seven years as a, as a podcast. Uh, we've been here at Drone for coming up on two years now. And uh, the show has gone through a bunch of different iterations, and uh, this is what we're sticking to, doing the talk show format here in the bar, having our drinks. It's good. I like that you guys have booze. So far, I'm really happy with this whole situation. <laughs> Fantastic. We aim right, to please. cool. Yeah, I'm pleased. <laughs> But yeah, it was just a really great crowd. Like, um, they were great from the start because I'm the host. I'm up there first. It's called a cold open. Yes. You know, like, they're not wasted. Um, it's just you. But they were so great. Oh my God. It was ridiculous. I felt like I was going to pee or something. I felt so happy. Like, <laughs> like applause breaks off the top. And they really never stopped being good. They never stopped being a good crowd. That's good. You guys look adorable. You 
at you. Oh my God. Are you like Asian and Latino mixed? I'm half Asian. Yeah, yeah. totally. But is it Japanese? Uh, Chinese. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I was pretty right. Oh, like, yeah. Almost right. Yeah. Like, at least I picked up. Very nice. Because what does some people guess, like, outlandish things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've gotten Hispanic. I've gotten Japanese. I've gotten uh, Filipino. I've gotten um, Italian and Greek. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I could see. So half Chinese? Yeah. Half Latino? Oh, no. Half Norwegian. Oh. Oh, that makes sense with your bone structure. You think so? Yeah, totally. (laughs) No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's that's. I consider him half Chinese, half Viking. Yeah. That's that's exactly. What a cool combination. (laughs) Works for him. It's great. I'm British and Floridian. No, I'm like completely British. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you, until nine years old, you were in England, mm-hmm. uh, and then Florida after that. Uh, I grew up in Florida. Yeah. Okay. I went to college, a high school, college in Florida. I moved to California when I was like 27. Yeah. So okay. about 22 years ago, I moved to LA, and I got into stand up when I was uh, almost 30. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I turned 30, just getting into stand up. So I came out here when I was 27, and you know I did some writing. I did a teaching job for a couple of years, but then I missed performing because my background was theater and you know acting in shitty movies, and I missed right. it. So found that out here too. Um, but I loved stand up the minute I got into it. And a lot of people will get into stand up, and then they're like off for six. I I got into it like hard right away and okay. out doing mics and and then i'd be like look at my calendar i'd be like hey talking to my other friends and stand up i don't need gigs you know like <laughs> and, and you know you like scrambling for gigs and driving really far and getting paid was like the last thing on your mind when you first start now right so this was i mean i guess i started stand up like 1998 you know okay yeah, 1999 so did you come out here originally wanting to be actor and then I was getting out of acting. I came out here with a guy who was getting into production. I wasn't really in love. I just, we just wanted to like move and set up a place together. I think he was more into like thinking like maybe I'd get married to him and have kids. Um, but like, uh, I just kind of came out here to get into something. I was thinking of getting into writing, screenwriting. I took a really great course, UCLA screenwriting. I wrote a screenplay. It did get produced. That was cool. But, um, like, uh, I wanted to perform. I missed performing. But I didn't really want to go back into theater okay. for some reason. I was like, I want to do something simple with less rehearsal and fewer people to get together. And, okay. and I, I've always been funny. And I went to a stand-up class taught by this guy called Greg Dean. Read okay. about it in the back of Valley Weekly. It was like a free audit. And it was all dudes. It was like all dudes and me. And I got up and I got to be funny in front of a bunch of dudes. And I was just like... Oh yeah, I should do this, you know, like this okay. would be cool. Yeah. And then you go through all like the shit eating part of it, but then oh, you, I'm sure. like the first couple of years, like you're gonna eat a lot of shit. You're gonna have some pain, serious, painful bombing experiences. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you remember the first show that you did in your bits? Oh, like the first show yeah. I ate shit at? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I remember like my first show was a showcase for the class, and it was in the belly room, the comedy store, and it just like wasn't what I thought it would be. Mm. Like, I thought it would be, like, huge tons of laughs, and it was more like I was nervous and freaked out, you know? Okay. So I wasn't really hitting and landing on things. It was, like, just a head floating around. <laughs> so that was scary. I was really wasted, like, really drunk. Okay. And, and I assume that helps. It, well, it probably <laughs> helps you do it. Yeah. It probably helps you get the fuck up there and do it. 
But the problem with being really wasted on stage, and I've only just gotten away from it, like in the last few years, oh. is that then you have an additional duty of kind of keeping it together. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you're like, I'm really fucked up. I can't let them know I'm that fucked up. It's okay. almost like the cops pulled you yeah. over. So that's like an additional bullshit duty. Whereas if you're sober on stage, you can go up there and just be like, I can be as fucked up as I want. I can let it yeah. loose. Mm-hmm. I think it's better. I hate yeah. to say it. But I discovered, I actually discovered on a military base playing in Kosovo a couple of years ago, it was a dry base, mm-hmm. no bars. Oh. I think it's because it was so banal and depressing, they were not letting the guys have alcohol. Okay. And every single Probably guy, yeah, yeah, they just were taking it away from them. And I was like, um, you know, I can't fucking get loaded before this show. I got to play in front of these troops all sober. And I had a bet, I was, I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, I could handle this. Oh, so that's what it's like. And my boss, Vargas Mason, he said, I like you better without booze on stage. This is weird. And I started saying, well, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I'm the host, so I go up first. I don't get loaded. And then as the night goes on, people buy me a drink, I'll have a drink. No big deal. But yeah. opening set, mm-hmm. I don't need more. I don't get loaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back when we first started in the podcast, we were we would be drink, yeah, we would start off as drinking, and then, all right, now let's start recording. It's, now that we're all lubed up and... Lit. Yeah. And I, I started now because I was editing the podcast mm-hmm. as well. I got to hear myself and yeah. how I sounded, and it's like, ooh, that's that's bad. Well, I thought it, I, I thought it was sounding perfectly clear, but I'm all like slurring and like, oh, that's unattractive. So then I became more cognizant as I as I'm talking now. Did that come out right? How did that sound? So I get that as far as being on stage, mm-hmm. yeah, getting you through material yeah. while also thinking, was yeah. that clear? Do I need to repeat that? Do I sound wasted? Yeah. yeah. And then you've got that little moment of you're like, ooh, they're figuring out I'm drunk, you know? <laughs> it's much more fun just to be like, hey, I'm wasted when you're really not. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So you, so you, you said your first, your first class was at the comedy store, so that was your, the first stage you were on? Um, <coughs> that was our first showcase. Greg Dean, he's still teaching. He's amazing. He has a book that he sells online. He's got to be like 60 now. So when I was studying for him, he was like in his early 40s. And he was a comic out of San Francisco. And he has a handbook that he sells online. And he was teaching out of Santa Monica. I think he still does. And he was really, really good. He's really good for like writing and joke structure. Like if people are doing comedy and they've been doing comedy a year or two years and they don't know what the fuck they're doing and they just don't have a love for the writing because I don't think you can stay in the game unless you have a love for the writing unless you love to sit and write and get excited by yourself then go see a teacher like that because if you've got writing talent he will bring it out of you because you'll take to what he's saying if you have talent and if you if you if you're not doing well in comedy and then you study with someone like that and you're still not vibing with them then it's like do you really want to do this, you know? Yeah, I think that's more of the dedication to the craft in mm-hmm. general. If, yeah. if you're actually spending the time writing, then you're more serious about it than just, I'll oh, get on stage, it'll work out. I mean, there's something to be said for people who can just riff on crowd work. That's amazing, too. Yeah. And it's not really what you say, it's the way that you say it. But I think in terms of staying in the game and comedy money being so shitty, you have to yeah. love the writing. Right. You have to be like, I want to do this open mic because I have this new shit. I want to get out there. You know, you have to be like that. Mm-hmm. Wait, go with your. Let's make my dad's type of drink of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how, how do you do your writing? Well, I think shit all the time now. Since I've been in comedy like freaking nineteen years, 
always stuff is coming out. I'm always texting myself crap. Before texting, I was writing notes. I was writing stuff on my hand. Okay. Some of it you don't understand the next day. But I'm just <laughs> always thinking. I think of the best stuff when I run. I think of shit in yoga. I think of shit in the shower, right? Whether right. you're taking a hot shower, you're just like squatting, you know, like dirty washing. <laughs> I think of it there. I think of it in bed as I'm falling asleep. But once a week, I run an open mic, Monday nights at the Pig and Whistle. Right. And every Monday, I try to take all the notes I've been, you know, jerking off all week, you know, and I, I try to put them in structure. And then I read the ping whistle. I hold my pad. I read off my pad. I talk to the owners of my pad, but that's like my place where I get to work out the right. new shit. Mm-hmm. And when I do open mics, I often, I often hold, I often hold, you know, a pad because it's not the comedy store. I'm not hosting. I'm not getting paid. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to take that luxury, but yeah. you know, it's good too to just also put the notes away and perform, especially if you don't get regular stage time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. good to use an open mic for. Yeah, is, is that the point of an open mic? Is it just kind of like try out mm-hmm. new stuff and yeah. wherever you're going? But some people want to do their regular set, and there's something to be said for that too. Because if they're like, I'm getting like really good stage time, you know, because I stayed in LA and didn't go on the road that much. I have really good stage time in LA hosting for Vargas at the comedy store. But if you don't have that, then it's okay to, you know, use that open mic like as a performance instead of a workout. You right. Know? I don't, okay. I don't. So basically, that. whatever you're missing. Really. Yeah, 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 whatever you're missing, exactly. Yeah. And when you're hosting at the comedy store, you can't be trying too much new material up top. Hmm. Uh, you've got yeah, a responsibility to crack the crowd, you know? Yeah, a comedy store, I feel like, is is the, the place to go to in, in L.A. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think there was a time it was the Laugh Factory and um, maybe the Improv, but... I'm glad you say that, because they've worked really hard, and they have three rooms, right. and there's a lot going on there. And they have a lot of names there, and it's pretty cool. There's a you know front patio, and yeah. I do feel like it's the best. I mean, well, most people will probably feel like the improv you know gets the best comics, but I feel like the comedy store has everything has more of a social aspect. Even I feel like yeah, I think it's know, it's, it's, it's made more to breed comedy instead of just warehouse people and get them out. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you just go, you hang out, and you're there. The, the improv is like, all right, thanks for coming. Yeah. Now go. Get autographs outside on the in the street. The improv does have the big bar and restaurant area, which is cool. Though I think that both are better than the Laugh Factory. The Laugh Factory is not a hangout place yeah, at no, all. No, no, no. It's like sit your ass in the show. Yeah, right. That's yeah. a total example. Well, now that. you're out in traffic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not yeah. much else around there. Valleys. Yeah. I know. I hate that area. I hate that yeah. corner. <laughs> it's so annoying. So when you're first starting out, as far as uh, open mics go, how, how do you how do you find open mics? You go to the Comedy Bureau. Dot com. Is that really? It's very helpful. Okay. It's run by a guy called Jake Kroger. He's pretty bizarre. He wears capes. Nice. He's, he's <laughs> bizarre. He's this, I think he's Latino. He wears capes. Um, he like Matador capes, Superman capes. Pretty much, yeah. All right. We can probably find him. <laughs> he's he's funny. Um, he's cool. He's a good comedian too. And yeah, he he keeps the comedy bureau pretty updated. And he's got like an open mic map, and mm-hmm. you know, and you can really see all the mics on there all the time. But Mondays is Pig and Whistle. That's I think that my mic is. But Nerd Melt is that night too. Oh, Nerd so Melt. So we can, you know, they some people who don't get on the Nerd Melt list, they come to ours. Okay. And Dow Comedy Studio is really good. That's on Beverly and Gardner. It's run by Bobby Oliver. They have an all female mic Mondays. Uh-huh. <coughs> they have mics Wednesday, Friday. So they're like a lot of mics. And then there's some good value mics. There's the Cork and Van Nuys on Tuesday. I try to hit them. I mean. I like to hit a mic every week, once a week. Very cool. So, so you're driving cool. all over the place. Yeah, well, I go place. to mine at the Pig, and if mine's not on for the party, like if they have a party at the Pig, then I'll go to a Valley one. Yeah. Okay. I love it. So, so, so you started comedy, you started getting little mics, and then 
So you've been pretty consistently at the comedy store then since the beginning. Um, I started out there, and then I was like, I got mics and I got some shitty road gigs. Well, you call them shitty road gigs, but honestly, the money's the same now. Like, I probably started getting some road gigs like two or three years in, and I would get paid a hundred bucks to be an opener, and I would do fifteen minutes, and you get a hotel room, and you get、nice. food, and you get drinks, you know. Wow. And now it's like. 18 years later,、mm-hmm. and the opener position is obliterated. So now I'm the feature. I'm doing between 20 and 30 minutes. So basically, twice the time、mm-hmm. sometimes,、okay. and it's the same money, and、oh. it's fewer perks. It's like fewer meal tickets,、oh, and、wow. fewer drinks. Oh no! Yeah, that's the worst. And more driving and more gas. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? I mean, it really has been like 15 years. Yeah, you put your time in, and you're getting paid way、it. less. You know? Yeah, well, okay. For more. Right. <laughs> Sad. It's true,、yeah. but that's with everything. Yeah, inflation there. That's、yeah. the fucking economy. Yeah, but that also speaks to the just the drive. I mean, this is if 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 there was a lot of money in this, then I'm sure there'd be a lot more people in it. Yeah,、uh, and yeah. E- even now, I feel like there is a lot of comedians, but th- there's not a whole lot of staying power. Yeah, they, they, they'll come, they'll try, they realize, oh, this isn't all the glitz and glamour that I yeah come to know. Well, people think that it's gonna.、Uh... They're gonna blow up really fast, or a lot of people. You can always tell. Like I could always tell at the comedy store when somebody's like. I'm an actor. I need exposure. I'm gonna try this shit, and、uh, you know my agent wants me to. Okay. They bring a bunch of people to see them. I'm not knocking them. It's cool. Those are the kind of shows that I host, and because they bring a bunch of people to see them, I get paid. It's cool.、Beautiful. And a lot of those comics are really good, but they're not gonna stay in it that long because either they, well, they get a break. They get a break in their acting. Like some guy tonight, he just got a recurring role in The Bold and the Beautiful.、Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, the comedy、oh. helps you get seen for that, and、mm-hmm. you know you like doing it. And, yeah. So, I don't know, but a lot of them, yeah, they come stop in, and,、mm. and sometimes they're very actory with their comedy. <laughs>、oh, It's like a monologue, you know, a yeah. character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now,、uh, as far as beginners go, have、mm-hmm. you seen a, a change in how beginners used to be when you were starting out to how they are now? Yeah.、Um, when I started out, it was more observational humor. Coming out of like the Seinfeld sort of vibe,、uh-huh. and then it became more personal, like talk about your story, you know. And now it's probably more point of view driven. So that's actually better. I mean, it's evolved, you know, to where it's.、Uh, that's what I kind of think comedy should be, and maybe I'm just seeing it evolve how I want it to. But I feel like it should be a consistent point of view, and that way you can talk about everything. Yeah,、and、you're not limited to. You don't just have to talk about you and where you're from, but you know, usually new comics they do talk、mm-hmm. about who I am, where I'm from,、funny. what I do, you know, my kids, my my.、Mm-hmm. But more sophisticated comics, more of a POV, you know,、mm-hmm. and then you can apply that person to like any situation. Yeah, because and then once you get through that material, like you, you shoot a special, then、uh-huh. that's all burned. Now you got now you need something else. We、yeah. know about your family. We know about your background. Yeah. Are you still funny now? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. else do you got? Well, that's like like that personal movement. Like a good example of that would be like Christopher Titus show. Like he sold like a whole family.、Yes. He、mm-hmm. sold all these characters, you know. But I guess in the last two years, though, I've seen a lot of trend toward a lot of like,、uh, you know, like diversity per se. Like. People doing comedy about you know being Muslim or growing up in this neighborhood、mm-hmm. or da 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 being like the fish out of water.、Mm-hmm. That's been a very big trend the last few years.、Okay. It's getting kind of boring to me.、Yeah. If you ask me. <laughs> yeah, a couple of TV shows like that, like I think it's called、uh, Blackish. Yeah.、Uh, Fresh off the boat. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Um, but I get bored pretty fast if it's like there's no point of view,、mm-hmm. you know. If it's just about like, you know, this is part of being Muslim, and you know, but I want to know how they feel about it.、Mm-hmm. Then it's interesting to me, you know. Okay. But a lot of new comics will just be like, I'm gonna play this race card, you know. Yeah. Or or like it's like a fake racism, or or you know like.、Uh, Getting super angry at whites or something, or like a reverse discrimination. You know, there's a lot of that. You know. Yeah. I don't know. That stuff. I, I feel、okay. like it's been done so much、mm-hmm. that it's hard to make that refreshing or, or, or new.、They're、like, yeah, okay, this yeah. is the whole、uh, black people do this, white people do this, Hispanics、yeah. do this, fat guys、yeah. do this. Like, we, yeah. yeah, we've heard them all. That's been going on for years.、Exactly. You make one or two new jokes and they're great, but now you got to explain the rest of your bit.、Right, come on. Yeah, it's just yeah, race car humor, like. I don't know. It's kind of boring. <laughs>、yeah. Now, as, as far as、um, how about the attitudes? Like this, people coming in, just starting out, expecting、oh, I'm going to make it big, no laughs. What's wrong with you people? That type of thing. Is, 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 there is, is, that... is a lot of there's a lot of unrealistic attitudes. Like people think they're going to blow up really fast. They're like,、mm-hmm. Hey, how do I get to be a regular at the comedy store? Right. You know, it's like I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> I've been there for almost 20 years, but I'm not <laughs> technically a regular there. You know, so I can't help you with that. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of people think like things are going to happen really fast, and I've had things where. You know, guys will be like, "I really need to break up with my girlfriend because I'm blowing up. I'm going to go on the road." And it's like ten、oh、years later, it's like, "Oh, you still miss that girl, huh?"、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably shouldn't have. You know,、Oops. I mean, there's, yeah, there's no reason to change your whole lifestyle because all your friends came out and saw you and you had a great set. You know, it means、yeah. like people need to keep in perspective that they're doing a bringer show,、mm-hmm. and bringer shows are cool. Like I host them, I make money hosting them. My partner produces them. You know, he's really great at producing them, but. It is like you know your friends are all coming to see you. Yeah, it's really hard to get booked on the road unless you're like got major credits or like、mm-hmm. regular on a TV show. Even、mm-hmm. I mean, I talked to my booking agent, and even if you've got like a couple of you know you got a Conan and Jimmy Kimmel, a lot of times no one still knows who you are on the road. You know they don't care. They just want you to be funny.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those credits don't mean that much unless they're bigger. You know. Yeah. I, I, I've interacted with a couple of comedians, and、uh, I've been to a bunch of comedy shows. I love I love going to comedy.、There's、yeah, a, cool. A, there's a, a Thank local, you for supporting my comedy. <laughs> yeah, a friend of ours that's been on the show, Ben Gonzalez. He he was、uh, he does shows out in my area sometimes. I'll catch those. He's got regular shows in Santa Monica now. I'll go check out. But something that I, I'm, I'm noticing is that the the vast difference in <laughs> attitudes and how it can affect the crowd. As, as far as new people go, because、mm-hmm. I've seen pe- people go up say this is my first time on stage and they can they can instantly do bad or they do great. Yeah, there, there was one that he, he was it was going to be his first time doing stand up and he was like before he got up he was heckling the other comedians that were up. Oh, and then so like and then he gets up there and. Crickets. It was. It was、oh. awful. Like, he deserved、right. it. He sounds、yes. super annoying. He was very annoying, and he was getting very drunk. Yeah, he <laughs> seems like he was getting drunk, drunk, obnoxious.、Yeah. I hate it when. Yeah, I've had that happen, and also I've had like that supportive heckling bullshit happen. Where, say, I have a friend, and they'll show up, and I'm on stage, and they're like, "You got it." Yeah, you, you know, it's like <laughs> don't interrupt my fucking flow, man.、Yeah. <laughs> I know you're my friend, but you know, we're not in your living room, kind、right. of thing. But then on the other side of it, I, one of the shows I went to go see you at, there was a girl that was new. It was like her first time on stage,、uh-huh. and、uh, she she was young, and she did, she she did an amazing job, and her parents were there when she、yeah. was talking about her sex stuff, and it was. It, it could be it was, really it funny. Fun. Yeah, yeah. We try to create a really warm, fun atmosphere, you know. But at the same time, the comics in our show, 
they've got to know where to go from there. And where to go is like the open mics and hard work because you can't just keep doing like a bringer show. I'm going to bring my coworkers. I'm going to bring my relatives. I'm going to bring my friends because then, then like your friends after a while, like, that's all you, that's yeah, all you we can't come again. It costs 50 bucks. You know? <laughs> going to pay to park. So right. you got to also do mics. A couple times. Or, or run your own room. You know, yeah. run your own room or uh-huh. you got to start hosting or something. Like you got to branch out. A lot of comics come to me and they're like, Sally, what the hell do I do? You know, I've been doing this shit six months and I can't get booked in these shows anymore because my friends won't come see me. I want to mm. do comedy. I'm like, open mic. Come do my show at Drumbox, Girls Drink Free. Start your own show, you know? Mm. Get a yeah. hosting gig. Think about going on the road, you know? Um, Multiple avenues. Yeah, there's all kinds of things you can do yeah. other than bug your friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, diversify. Right. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned drum. You're here on drum as well. You uh, mm-hmm. you do the uh, the girls' night on uh, girls drink free on yeah. Wednesdays. I let some boys in it too. Oh, yeah. Is that right? oh. yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But they don't drink for free though. No, <laughs> nobody does. It's not as cool as this show. <laughs> I'm drinking free here. Yeah. yeah. Would you like some more, by the way? No, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. Thanks, and then uh, also uh, Hello Cougar. Yes. That's uh, <laughs> back in season two now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how, how, where did the idea <laughs> from that come from? Um. Hello, Cougar. Well, I used to do a show here with my friend Paris Kennedy, who introduced me to drama. It was called Kitten the Cougar. Yes. And she was the kitten, and I was the cougar. And um, I always wanted to make it, like, more disgusting, you know? <laughs> but she was in a situation where she was getting out of adult business. She'd oh. been in the adult business. She was a major porn star, amazing, beautiful girl. And she was sort of, like, moving more into legit acting. So sometimes it would just be like... I'd be pushing it and be too disgusting about it. But she was always cool about it. She was always cool about it. But I would pull back. You know, I'd go, "Ah, you know, I don't really want to push that on her. So I was starting to think, like, yeah, maybe, you know, I should do, like, a splinter show or something, something really trashy. And then uh, she decided she wanted to do the show anymore. We'd done it for a year. She's like, you know what? You know, we did it for a year. She wanted to spend more time on the legit acting and it was every Saturday night at midnight. Mm-hmm. She's like, fuck, I'm sick of driving to Boyle Heights Saturday night at midnight. I'm like, <laughs> I get it, I get it. So um, then I said I want to do my own show. Like, she quit. And I was like, so, guys, she quit. You know, right. and I was waiting. I was, like, waiting for Nolan and Ashley. And I was like, why aren't they fucking asking me to do my own show? <laughs> you know, and they're like, well, we just, you know, we just letting everything process. I'm like, but I'm ready, you know? And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh. I have your letter of intent, just sign it. Yeah, yeah. They were just, yeah, they were just like, well, sure, let's come have a meeting. And they said, well, what do you want this show to be about? I said, I want it to be about me getting guys off Craigslist and having sex with them. And I'm not trying to show the sex and I'm not trying to show the nudity. I'm not trying to make them get into porn, but I want to interview them and I want it to be, Older women and younger men, you know, only I'm going to do it, you know, right. I'm not trying to, nobody else is going to do that but me, and guys, 18 to 30, you know, and, and they were like, okay, you know, and what else do you want on there? I'm like, well, female comics and topics and, you know, fun, weird shit, but it's yeah. like it's a very interesting right. premise. Mm-hmm. When I was first hearing about it, I'm like, what, what? Is that, that's, that's really happening? That's here? Nobody, I can watch that? Nobody <laughs> thinks, okay, people don't think it's true. I, I get girls to come do the show, and I go, so you know what the show's about? I, blah, 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 blah. And then they get here, and they're like, you really do fuck the guys? <laughs> and I was like, you really, you really do have sex with them? We thought you were playing this part. I'm like, no, I'm like not really that good of an actress, you know, it's just a show, it's a talk show, you know. Yeah, it's called method acting. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta yeah. follow through all the way. <laughs> I would. Like to try and act, I probably would. If if I were playing a part, I probably would do it. But yeah, it's um 
it's a, it's weird. It's really fun. It's really fun. Right. So, so you post this on, on Craigslist under the casual mm-hmm. encounters, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I assume you let them know this is what you're getting yourself into. Absolutely. Yeah. The more clear I am, the better, because they're still not going to fucking pay attention to it, or they're still going to just try and override that, you know. Um, yeah, well, that's the Sasha on our work. Yeah. It's like, uh, I'm going to get laid? Cool. I'll do it. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. Wait, or they're but... just like, let me try and make a connection with her above and beyond, you know, and try to okay. get out of doing that. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah. be less interested. Like, I'm just trying to <laughs> find someone who's going to. Because I do, I really take the show seriously. To me, it's like a fucking cultural revolution. I want to meet somebody who's on board with the show. And I'm not a dick to anyone who reaches out, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, totally understand. Hey, maybe we'll talk again some other time. But I'm really focused on getting the cub for the week. Mm-hmm. Right. The show now, last season, the show was every week, and it was 24 guys. Wow. And that was a lot of, and it was from April to December. So it was spread out. You know, mm-hmm. we had a week off here and there. But that was a lot of people. And this year, it's every other week. Okay. I don't like to put it out there too much because we don't like, you know, we'd like to keep the programming live here. Yeah. But it does make it a little easier. Just because, you know, guys cancel. They, you know, yeah. you got you a flake factor. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, I had a guy the other day. He's like, I'm, I'm all in. You know, you say, hey, watch this clip of the show. I'm all in. And then he's like, I work for the government. I can't show my face. You know, it's like, uh, then you can't do the show. Yeah. Well, can we go out anyway? Oh, no, I don't have time. You know? <laughs> Maybe I'll catch you on the flip. You know, who knows? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, it's all about, you know, finding the guy, the guy who's going to be fine going on camera. And, and honestly, the interviews are... It's not a hater show. It's not designed to humiliate the guy. I'm not trying to ask the guy questions to make him uncomfortable. I'm asking him if he's been with older women. How did he go about meeting them? Sexually, what is he like? What does he like about older women sexually? Sometimes it's like, what do you think about politics? What do you do for fun? Yeah. You know, what do you think about, you know, rescue dogs? I mean, it's just banter. Yeah. It's kind of just to show that because some young guys, they, some young guys, they have no, <laughs> no, but they have like no idea of what actually talking to an older woman would be like. Like, they, they know there's this thing they want and this MILF, but they, okay. they have no idea of, like, what it would actually be like just to sit and talk to a chick my age at a bar. And as you can see, it's just like talking to headlines. any chick, you know? <laughs> well, they, they, they would be. I mean, they have, and I want to kind of show them with the show that, you know, it's like, hey, let's talk and blah, 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 and then we have sex, and it's like, not that big of a deal, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't notice the age difference when it's two people talking like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think just in general, well, maybe I'm divulging too much about telling too much about myself, but approaching any woman in a bar is uh, is a daunting task. Right. So, yeah. And as far as which which kind of girl, that's not even on my radar. It's just like I'm gonna go. I can't. Okay, just go walk in that direction towards where the females are. Yeah, probably <laughs> a lot of guys just you know on Craigslist are feeling or on any dating site they're feeling that same way. Like it, I think there's too much in society of. I'm going to stay home and watch TV and play video games or hang out with the buddies when I could be meeting a female and connecting. Ah, yeah. proverbial Netflix and chill. Yeah, <laughs> you know, doing it, like, alone instead of... Because it just seems like that's why you don't want to send a guy naked pictures or something. It's not even about modesty. It's because if he has those, then he's probably not going to meet you. He's probably not going to make the effort to come out and meet you. There's a lot of that. Or you get the dick pic, right? Mm-hmm. Just the exact opposite. Mm. I don't understand the difference. Then you thing. don't. Then you're kind of like, wow, okay, now I'm giving you free phone sex. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to return with something. Now it's, yeah, that's also, mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah, that also becomes like well, kind for, of for for me again, maybe too personal. But as far as going <laughs> uh, talking to girls at, at, at bars and stuff, to, to me, it's it's a it's a lose lose kind of situation because in in that environment, they're used to just being hit on by scummy guys. Yeah. So you have to think like, all right, I need to make an approach in a way yeah. that. I'm not one of those guys, but yeah. every guy that comes up to them is saying the same thing. Like, oh, I'm not one of those guys. Yeah. So it's just it's a weird kind of situation for a guy to be in to be even. You have to have a lot of confidence and not not give a shit at all in order to be able to pull it off. And I I think I give too much shits. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I, yeah, a I lot of guys, um, yeah, they say they don't want to deal with rejection or some chick being a bitch to them who doesn't even know them. You know, like yeah. you go up to a woman at a bar and hey, can I buy you a drink? No, I'm fine, thanks. You know, like, fuck. Yeah. You know, I can imagine that would suck. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was at a club one time with a friend of mine, and uh, as we were walking by some ladies, he, he said hi, and they and they, she just put up her hand and said no. <laughs> and then like, wow, it was just yeah. a hi. It was just a hi. It wasn't yeah. a hey, nice boobs type or anything. Yeah, it was yeah. Just, it was just a hi, no. No, oh. I know it can be really mean. I mean, I've been like, I remember trying to hit on a guy one time when I was like 24, and he was like drunk and like really mean to me. He's like. I, I do not find you attractive. I'm just going to save you the fucking time. Wow. And I was just like, Jesus. God, man, you'd have to be a dick. But see, guys deal with that all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Guys deal with that shit all the time. Yeah. Because some chick's not in the mood, and she's been harassed or is feeling harassed or whatever's going on, and you start talking to her, and yeah, she's just like, no. You know? And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So it really hurt me when that guy was so mean to me for yeah. a minute. you know. Mm-hmm. But I, the guys have to deal with that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. So, yeah, you know, online dating, blah, blah, blah. But then they're afraid to actually go through with it. So I really love the guys of Hello Cougar because they actually do. They either come to my house or they come to the motel or I go to their house. The one this week, I went to his house. I'm like, cool. You took took a chance and you met me and... I could have been a dude in drag, or I could have been like completely psychotic, and you still met me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what they do know, what they the guys do know for my show is that, you know, they're gonna. <laughs> it's funny. They're gonna get laid, you know, because they, I need them for content. Yes. You know, I need an interview, and That's I'm like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> they have to be like, you know, this chick needs something from me. Yeah. She's not gonna meet me and then decide against it or something. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> so has there ever been uh, one, of, one of the Cubs that you go to and you're like, ooh, maybe... Misrepresented himself or yeah. something? Yeah. Or you got there and realized, maybe not this one. Maybe I can find another Cub. What time is it? No. <laughs> I've had sex with every Cub who's shown up as okay. a Cub. Um, a couple of guys... One guy was, like, way bigger than his pitcher, but he was cool and fun and he brought booze, you know? All right. Um, but, I mean, he seriously sent a picture from, like... 70 pounds ago or something wow. you know big, that's a big difference yeah, you know? that's, that's a big difference in a guy yeah. yeah you know absolutely yeah that's from like a dude who's like a medium size to like fat like you know a fat dude yeah. you know he went from a medium sized dude that's it's a big jump and the same with a chick but I'm sure like you've been catfished I'm sure you've met chicks online who are different age different look right it's about the angle in which the <laughs> yeah and then you should know and as a guy you should know like this shit means and just face means you know right. and you know yeah and but, but as, as guys we could talk ourselves into anything we're like oh that yeah. picture's good but the angle man no 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 the angle, look at if you look at this part of the picture here you she's can tell hot. she's hot you can tell yeah. that there's not that much of it. Yeah, yeah there's a curve there it says photoshop no that's a sweater yeah. that's a sweater and that's then again else. that photo's from like a year Ago, you know, yeah, or two right. years ago or something. But see, Hello Cougar, I really, I really don't care. You know, mm-hmm. I really, it's a one-time encounter, and I want someone who's going to be cool. And see, 
everyone's funny on Hella Cougar. Um, if the guy's trying to be funny, that's funny. If he's like trying to be dead serious, that's fucking hilarious too. Because we're talking about goofy shit and yeah. we're about to screw. And right. everyone's like, oh, this is the guy she's with that we this week. It's just fucking funny. He could be the least funny guy ever. He could be a guy who would suck ass at stand up, who would never want to do stand up, right. you know, and shouldn't do it. But it's funny in this context. Absolutely. Just getting them to talk like this guy this week. He's like. I'm a former paintball champ. You know, it's just like fucking funny. It's Beautiful. just gold, you know? I just knew it would be comedy gold. And it's not a hater show. Like, I'm not on the show going, oh my God, this guy could not fuck his way out of a paper bag. Yeah. Or like, please kill me. You know, I'm not talking shit. I'm making fun of people. I really appreciate people for doing the show. I think like these guys are like warriors, you know? Because yeah. they're really at getting out and doing something instead of just staying home on their phone sending dick pics. You would say they were paintball warriors this week. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> they are. Yeah, you, you don't seem to be disparaging at all uh, to the guys that come on. Like, uh, no. I, I think the guy he had last week that was, um, I think it was a Trump guy. But he Trump was, guy. That was the first guy this season. First, he was a Trump guy. guy, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the, well, he, was, well, he seemed very quiet. Trump guy? What do you mean? He looked like Trump? Do you have the hair? <laughs> <laughs> no, he just, that, was, that was his politics. And young Trump? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he said, uh, <laughs> I said, how do you feel about the current political? Yeah, and he was like, go Trump. Yeah, you know? trigger alert or trigger yeah. warning or whatever. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, the, uh, hmm. he was, yeah, he was into Trump, yeah. Yeah, but you, you still, it still, it was, it was, it seemed flattering to him. If, yeah. if I was that guy, I'd be like, shit. All right, I looked good on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Man. Spread that around. It's very thick, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> they, I mean, because like, there's something good about everyone sexually. You know, everyone yeah. has their strong points. Like, I would say sexually, you know, focus on the positive, and then here's a bunch of other shit you need to do. You know, that's just like teaching. You know, mm -hmm. and I don't expect everybody who have on the show to be a great lay, but everybody has some good shit to work with. Right. Yeah, especially I think at that age, it's more about uh, trying to prove something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pulling out all the stops and everything, and uh, maybe handstands, I don't know. Well, I don't <laughs> know how old you guys are. You handstands? look really young. Yeah. <laughs> handstands? Oh, some guys, some, well, actually, it's weird. Like, last, I, I haven't had any handstands, but that would be cool. But, like, some guys last time were, like, picking me up, and, you know, they're like, I'm going to show her everything. And, right. like, I'm, like, bigger than them, you know? I'm, like, taller than them, you know? And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, there was a little. But like this time, the guys like haven't been eating pussy, you know. And I'm like, oh, oh what's going on with me? Um, but <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, is there some kind of backlash with feminism or something that the guys are not wanting to like do things that they really don't want to do? Like, hmm. are guys getting together and being like, you know what, pussy smells bad. I'm not gonna lick it, you know. Like, fuck these women, you know. They, yeah. Something's up. Not in my circles. But, yeah, I, I, but I was, I was worried because a couple of guys this time, like, they haven't been, I'm like, is there a movement, you know, against, like, we'll wear a hat, but we won't lick it or something? If there is, I haven't been told about it. I yeah, you haven't get that gotten yet. it, you know? Yeah. I'm thinking maybe because they're young, it's just fear. But the guys last time didn't seem like, I could understand that because I have had some really young dudes in my bed, like, uh, like 18 year olds, you know, and this wow. was just a couple of years ago and they, they haven't gone down. It's like, they're just not ready for it, I guess, you know? Yeah. So maybe man child? <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe that's uh what's going that's on there. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what makes, what makes a cub, uh, or what makes a cougar? What's, what, what, what needs to be the difference in age there? 35. Or? Cougar hmm. has to be 35 and up. Okay. I feel like the guy has to be like, at least like eight or nine years younger mm. and that's what cracks me up it's like i'm 48 
and a half. And uh, <laughs> if some guy's like over 40, you know, like I just joke in my act. I'm like, if you're over 40, I'm not a cougar. I'm just your neighbor. Uh, you know, okay. it's like you're, no. I mean, it, to me, nine, ten years, mm -hmm. that's cougar situation. Okay. Five years is within your age range. Okay. So if we're getting seven, eight, nine, you know, that's cougaring. But hmm. 15 years or more, I call extreme cougaring. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I think eight years has been the biggest gap for me personally. That's pr You went with a woman who was eight years older than you? Yeah. That's cool. So how old are you? I'm 32. Okay. 31, 32. I, how old are you? If you're 32, that makes me 33. Yeah. <laughs> very... I, I don't understand how this works. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I really stopped, yeah, stopped keeping track of the age. Why? 31 to 32-ish. How long have you guys known each other? Um... 2098. Half our life, at least. Oh, how cool. Yeah. So, eight, Since years. I moved to LA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, how cool. Yeah, I went to high school together. That's oh, how we nice. met. You grew facial hair together. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you guys seem like really nice friends. Like, you probably try to take a bullet for each other or something. Yeah. yeah. Or at least, like, not abandon each other if there's some oh, shit going down. Never. Mm. I always really hide behind him. Yeah, you'd hide behind him. I'd probably yeah. throw him in between. Yeah, yeah. he's a kung fu master, so you'd die together. Happens. I think yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, I can see that happening. Really <laughs> mean. Mad child. <Yeah. laughs> what did mad child mean? It was funny. I didn't really know. I'm like, this is a joke. I'm missing out. Because <laughs> he's an adult, but he's still yeah. in a child's mind. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, some of these guys. Like, I had a 19 year old guy. He's really cute Latino kid. He was 19. That was on last season of Hello Cougar. And he told his mom, oh, I've got to go out and help this chick from school with a report. She lives in the valley. And his mom was like, I thought you guys were going to the library right by here. And he goes, her car's broken down. Mom, i got to drive to the valley. And he came over, and we had sex. And I mean, I'll tell you what, little 19-year-old, <laughs> short dude, cute, looks like... No older than 19, seriously, if even. Like, ate pussy, touched pussy, fucked for a really long time. Like, you know, I'm like, this guy's, like, good in bed. Like, and I said to him, I said, you know what I'm going to tell you? You have everything going on. You use your mouth, you use your hands, mm -hmm. you use your dick. It lasts for a while. You, you know, you're young. I mean, you've got a really hard dick. That's great. But also, you know, you're using everything. I'm like, you're a good lay. And he, so he said, he checks in with me and he goes, well, how's it going this time, you know, on Hello Cougar? I'm like, some of these guys just fucking with their dicks, you know? And you got to huh. diversify. It's like, yeah. you got other things. And what about, you know, if your dick doesn't want to work that night or something or, and then. Stunt cock. Yeah, yeah, because not everyone has a, yeah, you need a, yeah, you need other things. And also, um, a couple of the guys I've been with, if you don't have, if your dick can't last for that long, especially some of the guys I get with because of the, the excitement of the situation, yes. they're just meeting Adrenaline. me, I'm, I'm older than their mom, it's like their excitement, so they finish really fast, it's like you should have some ways to put time on it. It's just like a yeah. comedian, like because in comedy we say, how much time do you have? Yeah. Uh, hey, I want to take you on the road. Um, how much time do you have? Oh, I've got a 30. How much time do you have clean? I've got 20 clean, you know? Okay, because okay, this is one gig, you got to be clean. Got at least 20, okay? Yeah, you, you know? make it 25. Yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Eat pussy, make it 25. <laughs> you know? As long as it's clean, you know? But it's like that. You got to, uh, you got to like have some more time on your, it's just like comedy. I'm going to talk about that, I think, on the show tomorrow night, because we have a section that's for advice for dating. It's called Just the Tip. 
And uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little rapey, though. But um, I might want to say, you know, you got to get time. I think, like, fucking, you know, the time you spend in bed should be, like, half an hour or something. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be, like, seven or eight minutes. Or, no. That's if you got to get back to, like, work or lunch. Yeah. Break, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Something to be said for a quickie. Yeah, but... No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally fit it in there. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, that's what I went to. Yeah. But I mean, if you've got a chance to be on a hell cougar and bang a cougar, you know, this is your, you've been thinking about this and then you see the cougar and, you know, you're happy and blah, blah, blah. Like, draw it out a little bit, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Let the dream last. Let the, yeah. some people wait a moment. Yeah. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment yeah. like this and make it more than a moment, you know? What the hell? Because there's this big, like, some guys are just sticking their dicks in, like, so fast, you know? Yeah, just and, get right to it. And it's, I, I watch, you know, I also do, I also do some porn. Oh. I don't know if you knew that, but I've gotten more into doing porn. Okay. <laughs> because once you do Hello Cougar, and you're talking about having sex with guys off Craigslist, you like my, you know, I was already yeah. doing, like, fetishy stuff, so then uh, <coughs> I kicked it up a notch to make more money. But, um... Nice. Like, a lot of the times I'm porn, I see, like, you know, rah, 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 and the chick, you can tell it's hurting her. But, you know, it's porn fucking, and we're yeah. making the scene intense, and we're taking a good fuck, and it's wild. But a lot of the guys, you know, like, you got to, like, ease it in there, you know? You'll, yeah. you'll last longer. You'll oh, last longer. Mm-hmm. And she'll... Just a tip. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, so these young kids are watching a bunch of porn, and that's what they're saying, so that's what they're trying to recreate. I think that's part of it. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of seduction porn. Yeah. They're, you you got to go through a couple it's pages to find that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, softcore, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there's and just a, there's a lot of choking. There's a lot of, like, choke out. Like, oh, everyone's yeah. trying to put down the choke. And it's getting a little hack, you know? I don't understand all that violent stuff with it. Yeah. Or choking and uh, the girl's, like, spitting on the dick and slapping it around. I'm like, what? That's, they can't be pleasure. Yeah, spitting was really huge, like, four or five years ago, but I'm sure it's still, I'm sure it's still around. Just because I don't do it, so I don't know that it's yeah. around, but... I believe you. you know? yeah, I don't <laughs> believe you. Yeah. It's, 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 if I see that, I'll be like, all right, next video. I'm like, yeah. this is not enjoyable for me. Yeah. I need something, <laughs> something more stimulating than... Well, like Brazzers, they're making all that fast motion stuff, you know? Yeah. They've got all that exaggerated physicality where mm-hmm. the MILF has, like, the huge tits and they take the little boy and they, like, throw him in the air, that little skinny, he's like a yeah. little Spanish kid. Yeah. And they, like, take that and he's like, <laughs> doing that face and everyone's doing, like, these faces and then it's like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, uh, like, some guys yeah. will actually put their dick in you and be, like, jackrabbiting, you know, doing, like, and you're like, oh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 that hurts. And, and the same with, like, okay, so the warm-up, fingering touching you know it's not like this you know and, yeah you know then there's this squirting thing guys like do you squirt do you squirt do you squirt it's like i am gonna piss on your hand you know, you're gonna fucking puncture my bladder <laughs> That'll like make you, you should yes, feel I'll be on you. yeah like if someone's <laughs> fucking you or fingering you and and you're feeling like you have to protect your internal organs like that's not working you know that's not the yeah. desired effect yeah I, th- I think porn is to blame for that because as far as like the editing goes mm-hmm. they, they they cut right through the the stuff that's, yeah. there's none of the warm up. I'm sure they, I would hope that when you're, if you're shooting yeah. porn, there is a warm up. They don't just walk on stems and just start hammering it. But they, well, as far as editing goes, it's yeah. cut, 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 and then that's what the guys see, and that's what they think that's normal. I mean, porn sets a lot of standards for, for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, back, there was a, anal bleaching was a, a thing for a long time because of porn. What? Yeah, yeah. So, if it happens in porn, it's the, it, technology in, in general, too, is, is pushed forward by porn. Yeah. So, if it starts in porn, it's gonna, it's, it's seminated out to the rest of everything else. 
nicely played. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, My what? friend told me like a lot of douching and stuff, like you know, make sure the chick doesn't have any goo coming out of her. I think it's chilled out a little yeah. bit now. I think they're like goos back, you know. So, do you find a common theme with the Cubs as far as the attitudes or moves or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I find that. Sounds pretty basic, but I find that they all have a good attitude. They're all like, I want to have fun, you know? Okay. This show's great, you know, kind of thing. Like, um, they all are interested in older women. They're either curious or they habitually go for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, some of the guys on my show, say, in their mid-20s, and they hook up with women who are in their late 60s. Oh, wow. oh, yeah. Wow. So, okay. you know, you've got some, like, you know, 40-year age differences and things like that going on. Wow. Yeah, and I think that's cool. I like that. See, I like... God, I just feel like in my generation and everything's geared toward fucking family and having kids. Wait, and what? geared toward family. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, fucking family? Oh, I like those kind of videos, too. Yeah. Okay, well... That's that's more how my, that's more my interest in family. Honestly, taboo sex videos would be like my that's that's the limit of my interest. I love my parents, but I have no sense of like extended family. I've never had any desire to have kids. But a lot of people just get brainwashed, and then you've got kids. You know, you're railroaded into wife, family, and then you've got to like work these shitty jobs that you hate. You know, so you can put shoes on your kids' feet and you're really trapped and you're not getting to do what you really want to do and your kids hate you anyway. And, (laughs) you know, I just think it's like a freaking trap of society. And a lot of the cubs, like, I feel like they kind of want to know what else is out there and they're not really ready for that. And there are guys in the late 20s and it only goes to 30, but I feel like there's a lot of guys out there who are in the mid 30s and like you guys is age two and you're kind of like, what else is out there besides being a dad and, bringing kids into this fucked up world and having to make a bunch of money and, you know, pressure. And then your wife's like, oh, I had your babies. Now I don't want to fuck you. My pussy hurts. I'm fat, you know. You're fat, too. We have no money. I think there's more than that. I certainly hope so. <laughs> Sorry not to, like, really put it in the best light. It's like, okay. Put it that way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think uh, I like to present a choice, mm-hmm. and I like to present, like, a... Like <laughs> chosen family, if you will, and bonding between generations, and alternative, alternative lifestyles, and you know, not every guy is cut out to be a dad. And this thing of like you meet some, you know, I think, I think guys biologically want to fuck everything, and women want to, they want to fuck a lot of people too, but they want to also reproduce, and then it has to mesh together. I mean, I yeah. wanted to reproduce. In a certain way. I never wanted kids. I think I had too okay. twisted a childhood. But I adopted a million pets. Mm. And now I'm dealing with that. Okay. You know? <laughs> now I'm dealing with that. Um, but, you know, we're geared to things. But it's all like manipulation. And I think, I think if we incorporate some, you know, cross 
generational things. We have choices. Like, why can't a guy your age like marry a chick when she's sixty? Sure, she's going to divorce him, you know. But I mean, she's going to die before him. <laughs> die before him. Yeah. You know, well, I think rather. they get divorced after she dies. Anyway, yeah. So then, then that's like an that's automatic happens. divorce. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's what I meant. That's paperwork. Yeah. I mean, well, why can't that happen? You know. <laughs> like, like, there's alternatives to like being a dad or being a fucking mom, and you know, driving your kids all over town and watching them have a bunch of fun when you didn't get to have any fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. The alternative is fun. The way they're setting up, I think, for the commercials for the SUVs is to be the fun part for the adults, where they're driving the kids around. <laughs> That's what they're doing now. That's fun for adults now. Supposedly, <laughs> driving kids around. If I'm driving like through rush hour traffic, it's because I have a fucking show. You know, mm-hmm. I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. It's not some little shit in a tiara, right. ingrate, little fucking ingrate. You know, mm-hmm. I hate kids. <laughs> Sorry, they're really awful. Yeah. They're really fucking annoying in their questions. It's not for everyone. So people get railroaded into it, and I like like to present an alternative life. Look, kids love me, all right, I'll be honest. Like they, they can tell I'm fun. And I like to play with them and I shouldn't say it. I'm I'm just I hate what they represent and I hate what they do to people and I hate how everybody has to have them, you know? Mm. Like you yeah. guys don't have kids. I have a daughter. What? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought you guys were like bachelors, like no. swing and bachelors. No, well, Are you married? No. Okay. I'm not married. I, Good I do for have, you. I'm Hispanic, so therefore I have a child out of wedlock. Out of oh, oh, I'm so, sorry. Duh. Yeah, I mean, you were just born with a daughter. Right, okay, exactly. cool, cool. It's just like attached to you. you know? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. That's but, it. Uh, but outside of her, I, I really do think kids are very nice. <laughs> How old is your daughter? She's 11. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like older kids better. I hate when they're like, you know. Yeah, those, those years are rough. Yeah. <laughs> Super annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Toddlers and shit. I don't like infants. They're just, ugh. Yeah. They literally are attached to your hip. Yeah, <laughs> they are. I don't even like puppies and kittens. Although I love animals, but I don't like puppies and kittens. I just don't like the infant stage. Yeah. So, oh, man. So what about you? No kids. No, no kids. Mm-hmm. Cats. Good for you. Cats? I have cats. Yeah. <laughs> I love cat guys. I love cat guys. How many cats do you have? Uh, at this point, three. I want to see your cat. I love cat guys. Yes. One of them's oh a rescue. God. Like l- literal, literal. Re- we rescued him out of the middle of the street. Oh, around here, I bet. <laughs> around over here. In a, like city of industry. Yeah. Oh, we were just cool. driving around. We, uh, I saw what I thought was a bag in the street. Oh. He freaked out. Like, so it was a cat in the bag? No, no. no it, it, it just it was, was a, a It looked like a bag. And it was a cat. Oh. And it, was a, it was a black cat. So we thought it was oh, a bag. Oh, black cats are so yeah. sweet. And it apparently had been through some abuse. and. Uh, sure. Maestro took him home and uh, made it real life for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. Cat guys are great. <laughs> I love the cat guys are great. Sometimes a little psycho, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on your daughter. Oh, That's cool. You. I mean, I like older kids a lot. I just, I just, it's too much. It's too much. No, like, I, I totally understand. Yeah. And it's, it's not for everybody. It shouldn't be for everybody. They, no. I, I think the Choices. We just need yeah, to see choices. Absolutely. I, I think that it's, it's, a, it's a rough thing to do, and you shouldn't go into it willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're Hispanic, when you have no choice, you must do it early yeah, and yeah, often. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think it would be, be better off if people had less kids. Because yes. they, don't, they don't understand everything that goes into it at the beginning. And then, yeah, because it, it, it could, if you have goals in your life yeah. that are outside of that and you have a child, 
then you become resentful and everything. You just you no. Know, well, most of the people having kids, though, I think, are bored and they need a purpose and they need goals. And that's really not the person who should be having a kid because that kid's just going to be like a fucking loser too. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. So losers just having loser kids and it's just bullshit. I yeah. mean, some See, of them nice. If but. I do ever have kids. I will train them to be my minions. <laughs> that would be cool. Exactly. Yeah. Do my bidding, you know that kind of thing. Like like ninjas or like factory workers. Hmm. That a- good question. <laughs> I think you're good for pets. <laughs> you can get pets and train them, and pets appreciate that quality time, mm. and they like to be trained. This is true. Yeah. Or you could get into some S and M slaves and cages and stuff, you know. With Get pets? No, no, with, with <laughs> girls. With girls. You get into some shit with girls, people want to be, you know, mm-hmm. sweet dreams of yeah. You know, you can get into that, you know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, just, yeah, just the fan, it's not necessary. I just want it to be, like, not the norm. Just right. one of the choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you know, I are you going to run a kinky dungeon? Are you going to be a crazy cat guy? Are you going to have some children? Are you just going to be this crazy traveling guy? Are you going to be a Unabomber? You know, just like more... <laughs> yes, choices. Yeah. These, these are all good options. No, they're not. No? <laughs> no. Sure. Being a Unabomber <laughs> isn't probably good, but... Oh, right, that's the But problem. I just yeah. want, like, like, diver- like, diversity, you know? Like, yeah. Serial killer. No, no, that's not good. That's not good. Not good. Fuck that. But, uh, so when, when did the uh, the whole cougar thing happen with you? When, when did you decide or start, tar- start, you start targeting, targeting younger men? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say in my mid-30s, I was hitting on guys in their early 20s, and there was like a 9, 10-year difference. So it was, you know, it was like standard cougaring, you know, okay. sort of. Did, were you aware of it, like I'm being a cougar mm-hmm. right now, or were you just like, oh, yeah. that's the guy I want? Yeah, I, no, I was like, <laughs> I'm attracted to this younger dude, like, I'm gonna do this again. This is, and I was, I was getting off on the notoriety of it, and the fact okay. that all my friends would be like, "How old is this one?" Oh no! So it's been going on, <laughs> and now I'm almost fifty, and those guys like haven't gotten any older. I'm like freaking Wooderson, you know. I mean, those guys are still like yeah. in their twenties, and it's it's weird. I really want to date a guy who's like mid thirties. So okay. that's what I'm kind of looking for, like on the dating site, like okay. a guy who's. Who knows that I'm special and wants to put some work in? Because these younger guys are just like, wow, cougar novelty, you know? Right, bucket list. Yeah, exactly, bucket list. Mm -hmm. And I feel like guys in their mid-30s are still, like, younger than me enough that I feel it, but um, they also know, like, this lady's really cool. I should try to do some cool things with her. Yeah, like not just jackhammering. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. See, the, the experience that I've had with with, uh, with older women is, I, I, I thought I had the same kind of thought that older would be more uh, wise. They have a yeah. better idea of what they wanted. Yeah. But not that necessarily. Wasn't, that was not the case. It's there's a lot of pressure on us cougs to have our shit together, and it's like, but I'm dating you, and you're 28. You know, <laughs> obviously some shit went wrong for me along the way. Um, but I would say sexually, I, you know, you're probably a little kinkier and hornier and sluttier. I mean, yeah. Okay. But I was always sort of, you know, feisty in that way. And I was, I remember being like, like getting on top of a guy and like riding him or something when I was like 22 and he was probably 26. 
and you know, I'm like, fuck me, fuck me, you know, and he would come like that, and he's like, you can't, you can't talk through like that if you want it to last, you know, like bullshit like that, yeah, right. you're not like helping. a really lame leg, it's great, you know? but you're not helping, yeah, it's a really lame leg, yeah, but I remember being like, well, I want to express myself, like, I was just getting into it, yeah, you know? she gives like, paper bag for you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah, like, plugs, on, yeah. yeah, Jesus, so, you know, I just remember, like, some really crappy lays like that where being wild wasn't encouraged. But I feel as a cougar, you know, they expect that. And you can get as wild as you want, you know. But some guys go, like, right there. Like, I've had some of the guys from Hello Cougars, the first time they're getting together, maybe they're, like, going for broke, you know. But but they'll be okay. like, mommy, you know, or stuff like that. Oh. And I'm like, whoa, you're bringing it right up. Wow. You know, you're just going right there. Okay. I'm like, well, that's hot. You know, let's role play this. Uh, let's go see, a little further. Yeah. yeah. So it's been some, there's been some really great sex for that show. But it gets, the thing is, is, you know, like I got guys who are like 19, 20, and they want to see you again. They want to fuck again. And like, that guy was cool. But I know there's not really any chance of a relationship with that guy. Right. Just because we want to understand each other's day to day. We can bond. We can hang out. We can, but, but what they all try to do is they all try to just come fuck again. Yeah. Whereas what they should be doing is like, hey, do you want to watch a movie or do you want to come see my band I or see. do you want, can I come to the comedy store? You know, something like that. So they should make an actual connection. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the fuck buddy, like, how can you really beat the fact that we did it and we had an interview on camera and you were on Hello Kid yeah. like, you can't really get better than <laughs> yeah. that in terms of a one night right. encounter, you know? Yeah, you can't raise the stakes from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay. pretty. Okay. <laughs> cats. Hey, they should bring treats for my cats. Some guys should be like, hey, I just stopped. I got a lot of treats for animals, you know. I was thinking I could come see you. But it's been cool. Like, Hello Cougar is really, it's a very loving show. I mean, I like the feeling that I get from doing it. And uh, those guys, like, they rule. The fact that they will come and put their face. And, like, I, the guy I have this weekend, he's 27, 28, and he says he fucked a 62-year-old. And some guys are like, that's gross. You know, it's fucking granny banging. But I'm like, fuck it. He's getting laid without hassle. Yeah. You know what? He's not getting trapped in situations. He's not, he's not having a, you know, he's being real. So... And he said that on camera. I think that's ballsy. I like that. Absolutely. Just, just be on camera in general in that, in that kind of situation. Like, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a big... Yeah. Wow. I, can, I couldn't imagine myself doing that kind of thing. It's, but, but then... I, I, I understand I, if you don't want to. Yeah. I, I had this thought that who would do that? But then I remember being that age. Oh, yeah. At that age, yes, I would do that. See? <laughs> that's what... And somebody said to me, they said, Sally, they said, you know, what you're doing... Oh, can I have a little more wine? Yeah. They said, what you're doing is kind of shitty because you're letting, like, these 19-year-old dudes come on the show and they're like, hey, I want to bang a woman who's older than my mom and we're going to have sex. And, and then what if, you know, their employer sees it in the future or their wife sees it, their future wife sees it, thanks. And I'm like... Well, as a society, we need to get over this. There's nothing fucking illegal going on. These guys are 18 years old. They're men. They're allowed to die for our country. They should be allowed to come and bang a cougar. Yeah. And if somebody's going to judge that in five or ten years, you know, <laughs> then this is a problem with our fucking society. It's too uptight over sex. And now we got, like, Jeff Sessions and shit like that, you know, saying he's going to fuck with porn. They always say they're going to fuck with porn. They try to fuck with porn. They try to prove this outlandish shit, you know. They're trying to prove that there's a bunch of underage people in porn. 
this is LA. We have people who look 15 but are 30, so we don't need underage people. And yeah. you know, but you just who cares if some guy you know drove to Winnetka and banged an older chick? You know that shouldn't be used against him in any way. No. And if it is, then you know it's a bullshit society. Yeah, age has always been just a number to me. It doesn't matter. It's, yeah. it's more about attitude and connections yeah. that can be made. My body looks better now than it did like in college. Oh, I mean, I it's the opposite. just. <laughs> <laughs> it looks much better in college. Well, Before honestly, I, so, so <laughs> I worked at Wendy's in high school. Dude, Wendy's has been around. I worked there in like 1983, and I got fired for, eat, for eating all the food all the time. I couldn't stop. They buzzed me in the closet with a chicken sandwich and mayonnaise on my face, you know? I was That's supposed awesome. to be working the salad bar. They're like, she won't stop eating. It's so good, man. The chili. Oh, mm. my God. I oh, loved man. it. I loved it. The triples. Oh, my God. The it's Wendy's triples. Fuck. That's a room. That name. cheese. I'm hungry. It was, it was Wendy's between uh, my yeah. where, I was, where I was living. Right now. Right. <laughs> I love Wendy's. Yeah, between my college and where I was living uh, at the time, it was a Wendy's. So yeah. It was it was twice it was twice a day. Oh a God, I don't blame on the you. Way to, on the way to school, oh, on the way at home. You couldn't resist it. No, I just got the I, got the, I just had that taste in my mouth, and I need more. Well, honestly, that's what it's called an addiction. That, yeah. <laughs> no, that was your thing. Wendy's was your thing. I don't really, yeah. <laughs> but you it's know what? Day, damn it. Sugar, sugar <laughs> is the devil. If you can cut out sugar, like when I don't drink, I mean, like I don't drink like I used to, but if you can just cut out booze a little bit and, and sugar isn't everything. So yep. don't drink orange juice. Don't fucking drink orange juice. Apple juice Milk. Too. Yeah, stay away from yeah. fruit juice. Fruit is a problem in general. It's all about sugar. Yeah, these are things I'm learning that I, I used to think these were the healthy options. Everyone juice thinks fruit juices. Fruits. No, stay the oh. hell away from fruit and fruit juice. Vegetables. Veggies are fine. Mm. Yeah. Tomato juice is fine, but honestly, sugars and everything. And you've, you've got to watch like your like power bars and shit like that, because mm -hmm. they can have like 25 grams of sugar. You've got to look at the ones that have like two or three, you know? Yeah. And I know stevia, like the jury's still out on that, but it's better than eating sugar mm -hmm. for weight. It really is. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I do sometimes the Cubs and I, we talk about nutrition and because, you know, I'm, I got guys who are like 19 and 20 and they're already out of shape. They've got fucking dad bod yeah. and they're already, and I'm like, look, I can tell that, you know, you don't want to do like the dad bod thing. You don't want to, you don't want to be a dad for a while. So just, you know, make the most of it, adventure, mm -hmm. enjoy life. Because growing up in this economy sucks. Yes. Like I think banging me is like the bright part of some guy's yeah, years absolutely because the you know money and their shitty job i will say though like it separates the boys from the men everyone's working now you know like these cubs they all have jobs i mean i i don't think i've had any cub that was like straight out unemployed okay yeah what about as far as like uh intellect with with the cubs do you see a common a variety okay a variety some are really smart i've had these some amazing guys who yeah, like, they don't have a lot of college behind them. Like, maybe just, as the dating profile say, some college. <laughs> um, but very, very smart, you know. And I've also had some guys who've had, like, a lot of college, but now they're working a crappy job. I mean, I really see the economy taking a toll. Mm. I'll, I'll say that with these okay. guys who are, like, you know, 25, 26, working really hard and not making the money that they would be making if they were... In the Clinton years, yeah. <laughs> which I thought we were getting back. Yeah, well, but we didn't. Someday. It's hoping. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's but it's interesting. <laughs> but a lot of the a lot of the Cubs, though, I would talk to them about, um, 
you know, like Trump or, or like in the election last year, and a lot of them like weren't on board with Hillary enough, you know, they, they like just weren't, mm-hmm. I could see how it happened, you know, I could yeah. see it coming mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. but I really didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was a weird thing because I, I, I thought for sure that it, was, it wouldn't have been Hillary, but then I underestimated the, the hatred people had for her or the just, just ambivalence. Apathy, yeah, 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 just, or not thinking, like taking it for granted. And I mean, California is one thing, but. Yeah, I, there was like, you know, big bougie element, like all over the country of like Latinos who don't think they're Latino or like (laughs) black people who are like, you know, I'm not ghetto, so I'm gonna, you know, like, so I don't fucking get it. Like people didn't want to admit they were middle class or something and tried to step up and vote for Trump. I mean, it's, it's not just white trash. It's mainly white trash that fucked it up. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> the rainbow of trash. Yes. Yeah. And now we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. You know? But yeah, most of the cub but that first cub was for Trump and then but so many guys are like a little too ambivalent about it. But then I did have some Mexican guys last year who were just like I thought they were gonna be so pissed about Trump and they were pissed, but they were also really eloquent about it and they were really low key and they were just like, well he's not qualified, you know? Of course not. Of course I'm going to vote for Hillary. She knows what she's doing, you know? But I thought, I thought I would be able to get a Latino on the show last year who was like, fuck that motherfucker, you know? (laughs) But, uh, I didn't get that like raging uh, guy. I just got some guys who were kind of like, uh, it's ridiculous. I'm scared, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I'm scared if he gets in. (laughs) I think that's everybody that I come in contact with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, holy shit. What happened? What's next? Yeah. Yeah. Well, every day is an adventure. I gotta say, it's, uh, every day is an adventure. Yeah. Every tweet. Yeah. Every tweet. I know. (laughs) What the fuck? You know? (laughs) Who would have thought that? Oh, man. It's so ridiculous. But I'm sure you guys have some questions for me about banging these strangers. Yeah, I mean, so... I can talk forever about it. <laughs> I, I would assume that there's a, a level of anxiety with these, these guys. So is, how how long between, all right, turn the camera off, let's get down to it, versus being able to actually get it going? Or, or is that not an issue because of the, the young the young blood, wind blows hard on? That doesn't seem to be really an issue. The technical... Good question. The technical um, jump to the hard on is really... Very little. They are ready and they are okay. turned on by the fact that this is an older bitch and I'm usually wearing like, you know, bra and panties or maybe like a wife beater and underwear or something. That doesn't seem to have been an issue. Um, they get it hard really quick, but I do talk to them a little before we do the interview. Okay. In fact, sometimes I talk to them about like trashier stuff or stuff they don't want revealed. Like one guy was 23 and he had a kid and okay. yeah, he had to sneak out on the Baby mom, I hate that term, but oh, you know, I just yeah. sneak out on her and, oh, so is it cool? And so nobody knows. We're not going to put that on the interview. So sometimes there is talking about, you know, oh, I used to do drugs or something. Okay, we won't put that on the interview because now you're getting to give a job, you know? Yeah. So there's sometimes like 10 minutes of like pre-talk and then we do like a 10 minute interview and then I'm like, let's fuck. And then, okay, so cool. And then, you know, you go in, yeah, you went for the kiss and the, yeah. And they're hard. Yeah. <laughs> their dicks are hard. Yeah. They're like, I'm so sick of talking to this lady. <laughs> but, but I do ask them some sexual questions. So I'm like, what do you like in bed? And they're like, oh, you know, I like a uh, blow jobs and yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sex. I like, I like putting it in. <laughs> Yeah. More than just a tip. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how do you feel about safe sex? I mean, the 
So yeah, they're ready. I mean, I haven't had any guy who's kind of like, and, and I start with like oral sex. I start with giving them a blowjob. So yeah, they usually. Okay, that helps. <laughs> that seems to yeah. do it, you know. Yeah. What's what's the filtering process like? Do you get like hundreds of emails and you, you post online? Hey, let's yeah. have sex. And then... Well, they flag pretty fast now. Oh, okay. Like when I start the new oh. season, or mm. I always want to call it the new semester. When I start the new <laughs> season, um, they let the emails float for a while. You know, like they let um, they let you have even a few days of a post up. But now that post is taken down within like forty five minutes. Oh wow! And I don't know whether that's like haters or you know. Guys who are feeling rejected, like they didn't get picked, or older guys, because there are some older guys who write and they say, "Hey, I'm an older guy. I'd love to do the show if you do older guys on there." But some older guys will be hateful and be like, "You know, well, you still fucking those young dudes. You know, that's pretty pathetic or something. You know, okay. like you get that. So you don't know who it is who's getting you flagged, but you're getting flagged. It doesn't take that much to get flagged on Craig's. Okay. So, but in that time, you usually get like 30 guys in that 45 minutes. And all those thirty guys, you get three or four that are like good prospects. Now, this is I'm sure a weird thing to cut up on, but is there certain hours during the day that are better for posting that you see reactions coming? Like maybe three o'clock in the morning, put the post out, you'll get a bunch of of the, of the drunken just. Uh, I try to stay away from those kind of <laughs> okay. posts because I figure then you're going to get more of like the loadies and stuff, and it it, yeah. it could just be like a bigger flake factor or like a possible crazy factor. I try to post when the guys are at work and they're at work okay. on the computers.、Oh. So I try to kind of do that,、um, or like a weekend day or something.、Right. I, I honestly, I, I really haven't. I remember one time posting on a Friday afternoon, and I think guys were like, "I'm getting ready for the weekend and I don't have a date," and I got like great responses、yeah. off that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious to see the breakdown of as far as responses based on when、yeah. you posted it, because I'm、yeah. sure that, that affects a lot. Yeah, especially if it's only a 45 minute window. Yeah, then wow. I'm not organized enough to really be aware <laughs> of that, and I'm also run around like a chicken with my head cut off. So、uh, I wish I could、uh, yeah, give you a better answer. Things. No, that's a good question. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> so you do this.、Uh, You have 24 episodes in a season or a semester. This time we're doing it every other week, so、okay. this time it's going to be 12 Cubs. Okay. And that's mainly because I got into doing more、um, hardcore porn, and it's a chance for me to make money. I've got to focus. It's like I actually have an avenue where I can make money now, so I got to put a little more time into that. Yeah. Because before it was just like. I'm broke. I'm doing comedy, but now it's like, oh, if I put some time into this shit, it's actually fruitful. It's not、mm-hmm. just like going on auditions, you know.、Yeah. So I have to sort of be a little more, you know, responsible with my time. So it's it's cut in half the number of Cubs, and it's a little less crazy. Yeah, that's true. It's a little less crazy. Yeah. But last last season was incredible. Twenty four dudes, and the last dude we closed with was a porn dude, a porn、oh. star. And、okay. uh, I hired him, and we also made a porn. But I interviewed him about fucking older women and the fact that, as a porn actor, he's 25 and he has to fuck like 65-year-olds on set, you know, for certain kind of like、uh, granny bang movies and things、okay. like that. So it was really relevant to the show,、oh, and he was really nice. Like people were like, "Oh, this porn guy's going to be so douchey," but he was like really, you know, 
aspirational and chill and it's, okay. you know giving the guys advice and everything so how, how did the, the the porn thing start was that because of the, the last host that kind of opened the door well i met her when we worked in a fetish dungeon when i was like 32 and she was 18 and we did a lot of softcore and fetish films and she got into hardcore and she became a major porn star but i was like oh i'm never going to do hardcore porn i'm never going to do but i've been doing fetish since like y2k and then the beginning of this year i was just like i want to make some more fucking money why not? I did a show where every week I'm like, I banged this guy. Yeah. And I told Nolan, I was like, Nolan, I really feel like Hello Cougar helped me cross over into hardcore porn. And Nolan, <laughs> Nolan, drum box Nolan, Nolan was like, well, no, I mean, you did fetish. You did, he like had some bunch of Jewish guilt going on about it. And I was like, no, Nolan, it's good. It's good. I'm making more money. But it did. It helped me cross over. Because once, People find out you're doing this show. They're like, holy fucking shit, you're actually banging those dudes? That's like the most outrageous thing. Even porn people, when they find out about this show, they're like, holy shit, you know? Are you kidding me? You're actually fucking them? Like I said, the girls will show up to be guests on my show, the girl comedians, and they're like, oh, I thought you were just playing a part, you know? I'm like, no, you know? Very nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> okay. So what do we got coming up for the rest of the year then? Well, um, we're going to have some cool guests because Nolan has uh, his show Jack Jiminy on here, which is like a satirical, uh, well, it's uh, it's like a porn, I want to say mockumentary. mockumentary yeah. yeah. So he has a lot of girls who are porn actresses crossing over into regular acting, so I'm going to have some of them as guests, a lot of female comedians as guests, and a lot more cubs. I've got like... Nine more cubs this Beautiful. season. Nine more guys to have sex with off Craigslist. And I'm also writing a book called The Stepmom's Guide to Sex. I'm trying to have that out by... Oh, nice. Yeah, by the end of the year. And it's based on all my experiences with the young dudes. And so it's going to be like a really loving, instructional, you know, teaching manual, but like accentuating the positive, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, first of all, the fact that you showed up from a Craigslist ad to bang an older woman... You're halfway there. Yeah. You're already a better lay than the guy sitting home on the couch taking pictures of his dick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you're actually going to get laid, and you're going to have this experience. <laughs> yeah. FOMO. <laughs> like, this show is brought to you by FOMO, you know? So, yeah, that's going on. And, um, you know, a lot. we're doing this thing called Food Court Jester on the show where I'm going into the mall and picking like the most nutritious food, like kind of diet and exercise, and I'm rubbing my feet in it too. Oh. So it's kind of like foot fetish. Okay. And um, profiles of the valley. We're doing a little more on the valley, a little more filming, you know, about the valley and stuff. The show is very valley centric. Mm. I love Boyle Heights. Where do you guys live? Uh, I'm basically <coughs> almost into Orange County. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, like City of the Street. I'm like a couple minutes away from Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're still ge- geographically mm-hmm. desirable as far as the, the yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, the yeah. The carpool. Yeah, yes. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> because the economy. <laughs> good, of course. Or you should. Gas, or I don't know. Well, gas, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Talk about <laughs> ideas and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But I like that on Hello Cougar. Honestly, I will say that most of the guys look like their pictures. I mean, you good. know, there's no catfishing. It's not like a dude who's like 45 and showed up. Come sit over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, what is that? Like catfish or something? Those guys like, always yeah. do that. I yeah. think I've seen that. And that's when they like out the person. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, uh, yeah. That was an interesting show. It is an interesting show. Yeah, it really is. I, mean, it, I like it when it's the opposite sex. 
Or it's like a, it's, oh, it's a right. guy posing as a girl or a girl posing as a guy. Well, that's what I do get from the Cubs on Craigslist is they tell me about all the catfishing that they go through. Mm. That they're surprised that I just am what, who I said oh. I was. Because they get, I heard the craziest stories. Like um, they're texting this girl and then they go to her house and then they go to the house and a guy answers the door. And it's like a gay dude and he's like, Oh, hey, Meredith had to run out, but she just wanted you to come in and chill and have a beer. And, you know, then guy has a beer. And then he's like, well, when's she going to be back? And, like, he'll text her, and then um, the guy's phone will go off. Like, he's, you know. Oh, my. Yeah. And Does it smell like yeah. chloroform pew? Yeah, right. exactly. This and he's like, funny. he's like, look, she's gone for the evening. Well, why don't you just get your dick sucked? You know? oh. <laughs> There's a lot of that. There's a lot of like, look, man, you're here now. You know, why don't you just let me blow you, you know? Wow. And who knows if they if they went for it or not. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> yeah, at that point, they're there. Point yeah, know? came all this way. That's the thing. <laughs> One guy was telling me that he, you know, he met, and it was like, obviously, like, guy in drag you know so you know wow. there's a lot of that yeah yeah right. well we have just scratched the surface we could talk to you for another uh, hour it's always fun i like our photo yeah on. for sure but yeah so uh hello cougar is on saturday nights. nights 11 o'clock it used to be at midnight but now we're drawing in more east coast viewers you know but it's also not so um early that I can't have a freaking life too. So it starts at 11 p.m. Nice. Los Angeles time. And it's live every other week. Right. And we have a new cub every other week. I mean, we have a new cub, yeah. you know, yeah. live interview before mm-hmm. and after the sex interview. And then we have a female comic guest on the show too. She's doing her act. And yeah. That's one thing too. You very much to promote female comedians. Yeah. That's yeah. There's not a lot out there. And well, Yeah. In the mainstream that they were seeing, I should say. Female comics need to support other female comics. And they need to have female comics headline. Like, porn should not be the only industry that women gets a headline. You know? I mean, women have to help other women. But I do have a show here called Girls Drink Free. And now I book some guys on the show, too. Okay. Just because, just kind of mix it up. But there is always a female headliner on that show. So. Right, and that's Wednesday is at nine. That's Thursdays at nine. I hear them Thursday at nine. Okay, like next Thursday, yeah. Right, Wednesdays and Fridays at the Comedy Store. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Monday at the Pig and Whistle. Yep, yep. So you catch Sally every day of the week. It's so hard to find time (laughs) to fuck the Cubs. (laughs) I'm sure you'll make time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You guys are really nice. Thanks you're for sorry on. you're a little too old for the show, <laughs> but you know, like, who knows? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Bring the cats. Hold the wrong word to cougar. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, different kinds of cougar. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. We appreciate Thanks. it. And uh, we're going to have to have you back to talk about more things. Mm-hmm. As, uh, like, Definitely. So much more to talk about. Oh, there's always some trash and some sh- weird shit will happen. And what I really loved is how you saw some of the guys. So you can always ask me questions about the guys and their weirdness, you know. Oh, yes. They do watch Hello Cougar, but the guys aren't watching this, so we can get a little more eccentric. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, appreciate it. So it's uh, at Sally Mullins 818 on Instagram. Yes. And at Sally Mullins 1 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And we have a new um, Hello Cougar Instagram. So Sally, uh, no, Hello underscore Cougar. Yes, also on Instagram. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, until next time, I'm Adam. There's a maestro. Oh, go to our webpage, <laughs> ratpack.productions. Uh, like us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagrams and YouTubes and all the things. Uh, Them too, there'll yeah. There'll be links and things in somewhere, I don't know. Uh, dr- uh, thanks to Drumbox, for, as always, for having us here to do a live show. 
and tune in, support your local TV. That's the Drone Box Logan here. So, yeah, I'll show us for all kinds of things, uh, including ones that Sally's on, a bunch of them. And, yeah, until next time I'm Adam for My Show and Sally. Thanks for watching. <laughs>